0: A new ride at Disney is opening, a classic ride is closing, and we visit Florida's largest hot air balloon festival. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy.
1: And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind.
0: I learned a couple things yesterday, Shannon. Oh, did you? I learned. This is a fun fact for you. Okay. Fun fact of the day. Okay. In the history of the Tampa Bay Rays baseball franchise, they have had 493 players have come and gone. 493 unique players have worn a Rays uniform. Okay. Not a single one has ever been named Ray.
1: Have any of them been named Raymond?
0: I don't think anyone's been named Raymond. None of them have been named Tampa or Bay or even (laughs) Devil when they were, when they went back by the, that'd be weird to name the Devil Rays. Hmm. I thought that was a fun fact. You know what I also learned? Remember the, the company Kinko's?
1: (laughs) Yes. I know you learned this. Um,
0: They don't exist anymore. They were bought by FedEx and just sort of incorporated into FedEx's thing. And that happened back in 2004.
1: I did know that, actually. And I
0: had no... I You know, that's one of those companies that I just kind of figured was still, still out there doing their Kinko's.
1: thing. I still called it Kinko's, but I did know that FedEx bought them. Um, but, but I just... I knew that they still continued the Kinko's part. But there are certain branches that only are FedEx stations, which we learned last night when you were at midnight Frantically trying, trying to print something at midnight something on a and, Sunday. For our daughter, who had a last-minute paper due. Our kid
0: had some homework a project do and our printer decided to uh go to the great <laughs> printer graveyard in the sky on a sunday night and yep. uh i'm like well we can just go to we can go to kinko's right they're still a thing apparently not they haven't been a thing in 15 years well they years. are
1: still a thing they're just not called that anymore
0: but then the places i went to that like said they they print none of them printed i went to cvs walgreens i'm, I'm running around well, i
1: think they they print like photos they do they, they don't, don't print they don't like, like print documents yeah if i just want to print like but i wonder if you could have just doc? printed it as a photo it you know would, what I mean?
0: Yeah, but wouldn't it be on that like, printer? It'd be on, on like, a x but it, it works. Glossy. I mean, as
1: a, as a last-minute emergency, it's, it's it, whatever, you know? That
0: could be pretty impressive, though, right? Here's my 8x10 glossy homework, Well, teach. especially
1: if she framed it.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, I'm at Walmart last night buying a printer at 12.30 a.m. so our kid doesn't foul her project.
1: Well, and you're texting me, like, all the different printers and, like, trying to, like, include me in this decision, and it, like... 12 o'clock i think i i was like i'm out i'm going to bed whatever you decide is great i was standing in
0: the printer aisle for like 30 minutes just reading reviews because <laughs> it was like a la- i didn't expect to be buying a printer yesterday we needed one i mean we're definitely going to use it but i'm like sitting here yeah. I mean, the old one was a laser printer we, i know we can probably a laser printer is probably the best way to go but an inkjet yeah. maybe i want to print photos at home maybe i want that then i'm like <laughs> looking it up i'm like ooh, that's the price of ink is like 55 bucks a cartridge on this one here. and
1: Well, the- and laser printers are more expensive and the ink is more expensive, but you get mo- way more pages per print. I mean, per cartridge than you do with an inkjet. Like... Like, way more. Like way, 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 way About the, way the difference more. between hundreds and thousands. My
0: feeling is if I'm going to print a photo, I, I like to print photos, but I'll just pay somebody per picture then. I don't need to own the, the inkjet printer. And
1: the laser printer that we had prior is like 15 years old. I mean, it, it's an old laser printer that has worked great and had very few cartridge changes. It finally you know? decided to bite it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. I I, was pulling a cheaty from uh, The Good Place. I was so indecisive. I'm like, do I want this one? I want that one. Oh, oh, fine. And then I had one in my hand. I was walking out the door with it. I'm like, wait, what if it doesn't include the ink? So I'm looking all over it and it said printer only. No ink included. I was like, well, geez. (laughs) I know. So then I went and uh, I'm
1: kind of glad you didn't get that one, though, because I really do think that the laser printer was the right choice. So, uh, Um, That's way more information than you guys wanted to hear. Welcome to
0: uh, office talk. (laughs) Talk Where we talking about Andy printers. and Shannon. What's your favorite weight of paper?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, um, anyway. That's uh, what I learned.
0: I learned Kinko's no longer is a thing. And in all of the history of the Tampa Bay uh, Rays, not a single Ray has ever played. So yeah. maybe they should make that happen. So um, welcome back this week. I sound, it's great to be back. Last week we missed our week because we did. you had to travel. It was a fairly last minute travel trip for you and I had jury duty.
1: It wasn't really that last minute of a travel trip for me. It was just really honestly, it kind of snuck up snuck on up me. Snuck up on you, yeah. Um and I it was here and then it was like, uh, I guess we're not going to do a podcast this week because we are upon our day. I date. hate that. Yeah, I know. And and we 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 don't like doing that. So, sorry about that, but um but life happens and that's, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes
0: jury duty was fine i didn't get picked i went through the whole i know whole you process. were you were
1: texting me throughout the day about your the boring time did i having. tell you that
0: they gave me 20 minutes for lunch should i tell you that yeah. That's at one not, point, they picked not very much. No, they picked me and well, they grabbed about twenty of us and said, "You guys can go to lunch, but you only have, you only have twenty minutes. You got to be back here at like one o'clock." And this was like at twelve forty.
1: When you got back at one o'clock, did they have something for you to no, do? No, I, I sat around there for another. I sat for another hour. That's ridiculous. I went.
0: I had just enough time to go to a gas station around the corner and buy some beef jerky. That's literally all I oh, had. That's really sad. Yeah, it was brutal. That is. Um, but that's why jury duty is nobody likes getting that notice.
1: I don't know. I kind of like it it's I, interesting I, for sure especially if you get in and you get the questions asked and everything that part's interesting to me but um i would have i i you took a book but you just said that it was too distracting like you I brought a book you but they had, they had hgtv going <laughs>
0: we're watching like home renovations but and so i'm was,
1: really good about like it's funny like if i'm if i'm reading um something for like work or if i have to like If I'm trying to edit something or something like that, like I have it has to have my full full um, attention. Like I can't have noise in the background or anything like that to distract me. But if I'm reading a book for pleasure, I go in like it's like I'm in a vacuum. Like I don't hear anything like I block everything out. I don't know why I can do it for pleasure and I can't do it for work. But maybe because I want to be distracted when I'm working. (laughs) I had
0: the guy to my left chit chatting with me. Not no problem at all. He was a cool guy. But, you know, it was someone to talk to. And um they had H G T V playing and you're crowded in there. There you like every seat was full. So I just felt kinda like just, yeah, well, it just kinda awkward. That's tough. That's tough. But uh
1: Anywho. Anyway, but- so we got
0: some new, a couple of news stories to get through this week and then we want to talk about our weekend. We went to the Up Up and Away Balloon Festival, which is Florida's largest balloon festival. They were um It was very cool. Awesome enough to invite us out. Yeah. We came out and uh, spent our Sunday an absolutely picture perfect, beautiful it was, day. It was absolutely perfect. Could not be a more g- glorious Florida afternoon. So yeah, it is. Exactly. Uh, man, it, it's, we're in that we're in the pocket right now where I know, but I can so feel nice. it.
1: It's like it's getting warmer, man. And it's it's going to because this I mean, it's like a blink. This happens for like a couple of weeks and then it gets hot as heck again. Yep. So I can I can feel it, you know, coming and going. Quickly, so we need to enjoy it. While it was hot in the
0: sun. When you're in the sun, you can feel like, oh, it's hot. But it was yeah. beautiful, beautiful day. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. We'll talk about our day at the Up, Up and Away Festival. Yep. Uh, but vo- before we get to that, Shan, i got a couple of news stories to talk about here. I'm um, ready. We've got two Disney stories and a Florida Beach story that I thought was pretty interesting. So um, okay, we've got a ride opening and a ride closure to talk about. Okay. Um, in two days, uh, as of the time that this goes out. Uh, The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will finally be open.
1: It opens on the...
0: It opens on March 4th at Hollywood Studios.
1: So when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow. The next
0: day. Yes, you're right. This comes yeah. out on the 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be, this is what is the ride that replaced the great movie ride inside the Chinese Theater right in the middle of the
1: Yeah, I really, park. I think this is going to be a really cool ride. I'm looking forward to riding it. I've heard I,
0: it's low-key, It's it hasn't gotten as much hype as, I mean, it's well, really it's, hard to compare. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's so much going on at Hollywood Studios right now. It's, it, it is, it's like kind of probably fallen under the radar a little bit, but um, I I have the feeling, and I have absolutely no basis for this, but I have the feeling that this ride is going to remind me a little bit of Slinky Dog, in the sense that it's just going to be a pure fun ride, like it's just joy, like no no like real like adrenaline rush or anything like that. It's just going to be fun.
0: My idea of it now, I've, I'm kind of I I know I have a rough idea of what it's going to be. I've read a little bit, but I do try to kind of avoid the spoilers. Yeah,
1: and I I did that. For Rise of the Resistance, as we've talked about, and we'll probably only do that from now on because it made such an impact on me by doing that. And I want now I want every ride to be like that.
0: I think it's going to be a a, it's another one of those trackless vehicles. I think it's sort of going to have it's a train you're riding. It's a runaway railway. And. I think my impression is it's going to be a little bit... it's
1: trackless?
0: It's a trackless... Well, you know... Like, um, this is already
1: probably more information than I wanted to know. The old... Because it's a runaway railroad, so I would have thought that it would be on a railway, but I guess if it's running away, it's not not on the train, on the the railway anyway. It's running away
0: from the train. (laughs) Great Movie Ride was a trackless ride. That was a giant, like, uh, trackless vehicle you rode around in.
1: Dinosaur is a trackless ride, even though you feel like you're on, like... The bumpiest ride ever. It's amazing.
0: You, We just went on that the other day and yeah. uh, all those bumps, and that's just the vehicle bouncing bumping around. You. Yeah. Um, and th- th- I guess there's some 3D in this, but it's like 3D without the glasses. They're calling it 2.5D. Okay. So um, I think it's kind of going to be almost, I don't know, again, I'm just throwing this out there, sight on scene, but my impression is it's going to be s- more similar to Spider Man at, at, okay. at Universal than slinky dog because slinky dog's roller coaster and this is going to be a trackless yeah i running get that i do
1: i get that that it's not going to be uh, i mean well i didn't know that at, uh, more than five seconds ago but now that you're telling me that it's a trackless vehicle i don't know i i'm i don't really want to know anything else well dinosaurs trackless like, like
0: you said and it bounces you around and it does yeah all that
1: stuff. it does it does but i just kind of feel like um i don't know i i i just want it to be a surprise i want to know i don't want to know what's going to happen
0: We'll have to get out there really, really early if we're going to do it. And because there is no um, there's no virtual queue for this like they've been doing for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. It's just fast passes. And and right now, I think the only way you're going to get it is if you're one of those people staying in a Disney hotel and you're going to be able to get that six month out thing. Is it six month out or three month out? It's. I always confuse them. two months. <laughs> two months. It's yeah, only two months. Sixty days. 60 yeah. Days. The six. That's where it got. Me. Yeah,
1: sixty days. It's um, thirty days for all of us sh- schmoes that don't have a hotel <laughs> because we just and drive then... <laughs> over there for the day, and then sixty for anyone who books a hotel. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Also, the extra magic hours. That'll you know if there's if you happen to be at a hotel when when they have extra magic hours at that particular park, you could probably get on the ride that way.
0: And it's, I, uh, I haven't been paying attention. I wonder if, uh, is Hollywood Studios still opening really early? I know it's not opening like not way, way early. early anymore. No, right? it's
1: like not opening nearly as early as it used to. So Because
0: when we got out there to ride Rise of Resistance the first couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: it was at the like crack of dawn.
0: It was, and it was almost like extra magic hours because you were out there so early. Yeah. The first, I remember the but first Everybody hour,
1: had the extra magic hours. So it really wasn't like the extra magic
0: hours. But wasn't, Aerosmith had like what, 20 minute wait?
1: Yeah, I Tower mean, some of, of the older the, rides. Tower was a walk-on. Re- yeah, but like Not Slinky, Slinky Dog, Dog, everybody was on Slinky Dog. Everybody was on um, uh, Smuggler's Run, you know. So, I mean, the newer rides were really, really busy. And even like um, Star Tours was really busy because it's in that area. Right, You it attracts people and then they yeah. wanna, they're in the Star Wars but mood. But like the other end of the park, everyone was like, you know, it's like a tumbleweeds over there. Right,
0: right. The last time, did we talk about this? The last time we went on Star Tours, they had already added stuff from the new movie. Yeah. The scene from um, when yeah, the Death it was Star really cool. is in the water. Yeah, on that, it was on very the Endor, cool. Uh, moon. Scene that was from
1: uh, Rise of Skywalker. I was
0: blown away by how fast they added that in. They, I. Think, but
1: again, you know, I mean. Like you said, they, that's all stuff they do offline and then they just plug something in and then it's there. You they know? must they
0: must have shot it at the same time as the movie. They, they like borrowed their same yeah, CGI I'm effects sure. and, then, and sure. then rolled it in because it's all it's Disney. That's cool. very cool. Uh, so once that ride opens next this couple of days, I guess that means Hollywood Studios is done. I mean, they are complete. It's been under construction for a long time yeah, and they're and done. They're, and now Epcot and is. And now Epcot. <laughs> and, and that brings me to the next one. So if you guys are a big fan of Spaceship Earth in its current form... Uh, we have a closure closure date for it. Uh, May 26th is the final day that Spaceship Earth will be running for about two and a half years. May 26th. Wow. After for, for, It's going to be going through a two and a half year refurb to open up uh, when all the other new Epcot stuff opens. Epcot is what Hollywood Studios has been for the last couple of years. Right now, Epcot is just construction walls everywhere. It's it is, true.
1: It's like... You can't even walk anywhere without hitting a construction wall. It, it
0: looks – the fir- the Future World area is completely under construction. Yeah. Uh, world Showcase kind of looks the same. There's nothing much going on back there other than that they are putting in the Ratatouille ride over in France. Yeah. That's a little bit under construction. But that's coming to a close pretty soon, too. And then there's some walls going up over at uh, the U.K. for the new Mary Poppins Yeah, that'll ride. be cool, too. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So um I guess they are. This is the fifth update for the ride. This one will be the first time that the attraction storyline has completely changed. In the past, they've just maybe they've updated the narrator a few times, mm-hmm. and um, this and they you know just kind of they've they have swapped out a few of the scenes. I remember an old school scene that was almost like Skype, where these kids were talking and playing video games with kids from around the world. And then by the time that uh, Became a real thing. They changed it out to that scene where, like, Steve Jobs or maybe it's Steve Wozniak is hanging out in the garage working on the first computer. Yeah, that used to be a whole different area. So, they're changing it out. Um, it sounds like if they are not, if if they're going to be taking out some of the animatronics, they're going to be replacing them. They're going to be replacing props with stuff that's very similar. Um, this is going to. They're changing this because, like we were saying, technology catches up, and then they have to. Change things out, even though the, very, the beginning part of the ride is, is fairly evergreen. That's not going to change yeah. all the history of the world. So uh, they're changing this to something that says that projection mapping, which is like, that's...
1: Yeah, what they do at the castle. Right. Um, yeah.
0: They're going to add a lot of projection mapping in there. That's cool. And it's going to tell the story of humanity's evolution of storytelling with riders following a story light out of the darkness... Of our split from the natural world and into the light of knowledge via our connections to one another. Okay. Whatever so, that means. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. Uh, it's still unknown who's going to narrate the new ride, if there is going to be anybody. Okay. You know who I think would be a great narrator for that? Judy Dench. Judi Dench does it now. I know. Was it Jeremy Irons <laughs> who did it before? Walter Cronkite was... Walter Cronkite's the one I remember from as a kid mm. who did it. You know who I think would be perfect for this? Who? Um, Robert Downey Jr., I can picture his voice. Okay. In that ride, he's got the Disney connection. He's gone, but he's got. But he he, he he's, was, gone, but <laughs> he's gone. But he's <laughs> gone from that universe. Okay. Um. But he's got. A, I think he's got a good narrator voice. He played Tony Stark, who had that tie to the future. Yeah. He could kind of still keep his legacy that, in, in, in Disney alive. Yeah. For a long time.
1: You heard it here first, Disney.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like that. But I was thinking about who would I pick as a narrator for this? That's
1: a cool idea. This was
0: the first name that popped in my head.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. Do you have any, do you
0: have any, um, anybody who you, if I just put you on the spot right now and I didn't even know you didn't even know I was going to ask you this. No,
1: I had no idea you were going to ask me this. I, I'm partial to the British accents. Yeah. Um, that's why I I did like Dame Judi Dench as one of the narrators. Jeremy Irons has a British accent. He does. Walter Cronkite does not. No. Um, Jeremy Irons has an amazing voice. I I mean, I don't know if you've listened to him, but he was the voice of Scar in The Lion King. Of course. And um, very deep, very, like, dark, but that, you know, that English accent just gives it a little bit of a lilt. Um, I think... um, Just don't do Morgan
0: Freeman. Morgan Freeman's so easy, it's the obvious... I think Josh,
1: from from Stuff You Should Know would have would be great. <laughs> that would be strange. <laughs> I, I it's funny. Everyone always comments on his on his voice. I I actually really like his voice. It has a very interesting lilt to it. But um but in all seriousness I, I, I think um I, I think one of the bonds maybe um, maybe Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig, yeah, or doing
0: his uh his real accent or his like Kentucky Fried accent. From, no, from, definitely. <laughs> from Knives Out, not
1: his um Foghorn Leghorn Leghorn uh, accent from
0: Knives Out. I but... liked that movie a lot, and here's the thing: when he started talking in that Foghorn Leghorn Kentucky he, it Fried, it would have been accent, so much
1: better if he had his British accent in that because he he's a he's a like a. A sleuth, you know. I mean, he's a det- he's a gumshoe it, a detective. I don't know. It grew like, on me
0: though. At I don't first, know. I
1: just felt like he should have just kept his British accent. That was weird. It was weird.
0: But the movie was great.
1: The movie was amazing. Um,
0: I don't know. I think the British accent, keeping his original accent, would have been a little too easy. Um, it was definitely a bit. It was easier. a little jarring hearing him speak oh, with that accent. Was a little time. jarring at first, but the longer it went on, the more yeah. I liked it.
1: Yeah, it was like well hello you know what you if, know. if they
0: stuck if he stuck with the british accent though maybe the comparison to tim curry and clue would have been a little too that's true on the maybe nose. that's what they were going because for
1: because it was a very clue like it was very clue like yeah. it was
0: almost almost like a clue re- reboot or remake no it or, wasn't a reboot i mean it wasn't like it had a completely
1: different storyline but it had a, but it had a feel. Di- very different it had a very similar feel yeah Um, anyway, this was not a movie review podcast, so we should probably move on. But, um, but yeah, I think Daniel Craig would be cool.
0: Daniel Craig would be good. Um, and the last little bit of, this is a cool story I just read today, Shannon, that said, uh, TripAdvisor just released their list of the top 25 beaches in the world. Okay. Um, the highest ranked beach on the list. There's actually a bunch of Florida beaches on the list and I'm going to read a few of them here. Um, but the uh number 1 the number 11 number 11 best beach in the world and it's the highest ranked one in Florida is Siesta Key.
1: Hey, I know that beach. Is it um one of our favorites, I believe, from 4th of July and Yep. Yeah, I mean, you can't um I mean, I just can't say enough about that beach. It's like our favorite beach. We love to go there. It's got the powder fine sand that makes you feel like you're stepping in powdered sugar basically. Um, and it makes
0: it real nice on the feet in the on a hot hot day.
1: Yeah, it doesn't get really hot because it's so white that it like doesn't absorb any right. of the heat. You know, um, it's it's just a beautiful beach. So. It's, what
0: I like about Siesta Key is that it's it it's sort of on the it's almost touristy but it's not. Like there's there's some hotels there but it's not dominated by these giant high rises. Yeah, like it's you more see of like small cottages and stuff. Cottages and smaller hotels, yeah. some older hotels. So, Siesta Key Beach was their highest-rated U.S. beach uh, at number eleven on the world list. Um, number two in in the no, number two in the U.S. and uh, number sixteen in the world list. World list. St. Pete Beach. Really? Yeah, St. Pete Beach ranked cool. number number two in the U.S. Pensacola Beach. Okay. Clearwater. I'm gonna just read the U.S. ones. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Beach.
1: You mean the Florida ones? What you said? I'm just going to read the U.S. one. Oh but well, these
0: the... are the the U.S. Well, this is I'm kind of picking and choosing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm these are the ones the... in Florida, <laughs> right? Hollywood Beach, uh, Panama City. And the
1: Hollywood Beach actually is a Florida beach. Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida. You were wondering why we were talking about Hollywood on a Florida podcast. There's
0: no, there's no beach in Hollywood, California.
1: Uh, I've never been to Hollywood, California, so I don't know. But um, but there is a beach in Hollywood, Florida.
0: There is, uh, St. Augustine Beach. Yep. Santa Rosa Beach. This is all of the... I've never heard of that one. The U.S. ones. And uh, that's it for Florida beaches. So cool. their number one beach in the whole world, according to TripAdvisor, is...
1: Dun, dun, dun. Should I do a drum roll? Do a drum roll do because it. I... <laughs> you just lost it? I just lost it. Um, I, I mean, if their f- number one beach is not... Well, I guess in the world, maybe, maybe it's like Cannes or Nice or something. I don't know. The French Riviera...
0: Baia do sancho oh. in Fernand in brazil okay yeah
1: well i've never been there so it may be amazing i don't know
0: grace bay beach in turks and caicos is number that sounds two
1: nice too so, um there you go i thought that so, was i thought that was
0: siesta key and saint pete beach are their number uh we're their, almost, their highest rated we're US almost uh,
1: 25 minutes into our podcast here and we haven't even started our thing yet um, which I know is um, some of our viewers' pet peeves. But I just wanted to go on one more off thing that I have to talk about before we go into our actual podcast. Love it. Topic is that the Cuban Sandwich Festival is right around the corner. And we were actually invited to go um, to cover that uh, festival. We're going and super to the Tampa one,
0: it. right? There's a Tampa one and there's an Orlando there one. There
1: is. And I actually confused the dates. So the Orlando one is coming up this weekend. So the, or it's in Orlando, Kissimmee, um, and it's the fifth annual Cuban sandwich fest food and art festival. Um, and it's on Saturday, March 7th, and it's from 11 to six. It's a free event. Um, so you can go enjoy the festival, live music, dance performances. And then they're at this particular one, they're actually going to attempt to make the biggest Cuban sandwich in the world. With the goal of 190 feet.
0: And I think they're taking just anybody who wants to volunteer to help out, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, um, you can
0: be the one who lays down the pickles. You can
1: request participation at, on their website, thecubansandwichfestival.com. Nice. Um, and then the Tampa Cuban Sandwich Festival is actually on March 29th. Um, that's the ninth Annual International Cuban Sandwich Festival. And they're actually having returning champions from all over the U.S. and from South Korea Um who have apparently made award-winning Cuban sandwiches. There's
0: a world champion Cuban sandwich maker from South Korea?
1: Apparently, yes.
0: So, I mean That seems blasphemous. Actually, and they said
1: there's a new contestant from France this year too. So um, I mean, pickles
0: and bread and mustard and ham and everything exists in all these places. It's not.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. the very
0: first uh, Cuban sandwich I'd ever had in my life um, was in Connecticut. And it was absolutely nothing like like a normal Cuban sandwich. It was almost like pulled pork with pickles and stuff on it and it was like that was my first impression of one yeah and i'm like this is okay and then i got down here and i tried like a the, real one a real i'm like one. oh yeah. this is this is what it's supposed Pressed to be
1: cuban. yeah we used to have them um, um where i grew up in a very very small town um north of tampa and um there was a place there called larry's deli and they had the best cuban sandwiches at larry's deli and we would that would be the occasional like you know splurge weekend like oh we're gonna go get larry's deli cubans and that's gonna be our dinner and it was like this is a, it's a fine night they're
0: always in the like hole in the wall greasy spoon type places
1: yeah it was it was a, it was it's like a, it was an old school like deli slash butcher like the kind of shop yeah. you know
0: there was this little bodega joint i can't remember the name of it down in ybor city that used to have these great cubans and i took some out of town <laughs> Uh, I think I had some family, some relatives, and we said, Oh, you guys got to get the Cubans in this place. And we took them in there, and it was like this just, it did not look like the kind of place that would pass a, a health a inspection. inspection. <laughs> and that was the best place, right? You, <laughs> yeah, know, of you, you know, you're getting yeah. a local place. Yeah. And they're like, Where, we, what where was are you this? taking me to? I don't remember the name. It was just this little...
1: In Tampa? In Ebor Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, we would go in there. Took, we went in there and it was great. These great, great Cubans. So
1: Well, so the Tampa Cuban Sandwich Festival obviously is in ebor It's in Centennial Park in, in historic ebor City. So um, that also is a free family event, live entertainment, food vendors. Um, so, and obviously you can probably, you know, you could go and purchase your Cuban sandwiches there too. And of course. I... Um, I'm really excited about going to that. So. so we'll be
0: there. We'll be there. Come out. Yeah, um, absolutely. We'll probably be wearing Sunshine State of Mind t-shirts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if, so if you see you happen us, happen say to notice us say hello. Say hey. <laughs> um, we got a couple events coming up that we we're, we're going to try to get to. We've been invited as well to the St. Pete Grand Prix.
1: Yes. Auto race. That's very exciting. Uh,
0: we're not a sports podcast, but we are a Things to Do podcast. And I've been to this and I've been to Daytona and this is In my opinion, the better event, uh, the St. Pete Grand Prix. I mean, as far as just access, you're closer to the – it's interesting. You can walk – you can get up and walk around – um, I'm excited. You can get up and walk around to Daytona too, but it's such a huge oval that yeah. you can't really walk around. Right, I mean, right, right. This you can kind of walk around. You could see the races from different vantage points. Yeah, um, it was very cool. One thing you can do. It's very cool. I'm excited. You can rent these headsets and you can listen to yeah, the, the drivers cruise, talk, to right? their, to their, yeah, right. talk to their to their their yeah crews and stuff. That's awesome. And the last time I was there, Danica Patrick was in the race. This was before she moved to NASCAR and she had a wreck somewhere like 30 laps in. And I was tuning into her, I was listening to her, mm-hmm. just because I thought it was, she was like a big star, I listened yeah. to her, and I mean, I don't know if she was, a, I don't know if she was a big star, cause she was a good racer, or just because... She's a female? Right. Yeah. And I, I do remember <laughs> I her... I mean, it is unusual to have right. a female. She wrecked, she crashed around Lab 32, and it was just a stream of F-bombs coming over the headset. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Like, it's just like pure emotion, just, you know, like... Wow, oh, that's yeah, um, I don't
1: blame her. I, mean, I remember that's, when that's you're scary. when
0: you're listening, there wasn't a whole lot of talking. You, you're you not going to hear like a, a whole bunch of chatter between the driver and their and their crew.
1: Well, uh, they kind of probably have to concentrate. Well, they're very right? focused. <laughs> a lot of
0: if I remember, you'd hear a lot of like they would tell them like how far behind they are, how far ahead they are, like by seconds, you know, like yeah. two seconds behind, two seconds ahead. They would just read the at the, at wow. the, so it, that's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, so bring, we're super excited bring, about that. I'm going to tell you right now, bring ear protection. It is the loudest thing you could ever imagine being really close to those Formula One cars. So yeah. Very, very loud stuff. So um we're going to be going to that. And I wanted to get to air fest at McDill this year too, but I think that's the same weekend as the Cuban sandwich thing. So we're going to have to see. Okay. Yeah. I want to I do that. So, um, all right, before we get on to the um, talk about the Up, Up, and Away Balloon Festival, I want to bring, uh, talk about the Amazon Listener Purchase of the Week. Okay. We'd like to thank whoever it was who purchased the 5.11 Tactical EMS Pants this week. So there are some pretty nice- um,
1: EMS? Like- uh, Like, like,
0: like an emergency, I believe it's emergency medical Cuma- service. Yeah. Serv- yeah, they're like um, like oh, fancy wow. cargo pants.
1: Wow, that's cool. They are
0: pretty nice. And So we um, have
1: a-, we have a- our first responder listening to thank us. Thank you. Thank you for yes. your service. <laughs> thank you for
0: your service and thank you for um, supporting the show. Yeah. A great way to support the show is to click through our link, uh, SunshineStatePodcast.com, click on the Shop at Amazon link, and whatever you buy, oh,
1: Amazon yeah. kicks
0: us a couple pennies. So No cost to you. Thank you so much. So, Shannon, yesterday we were at the Up, Up, and Away Balloon Festival in uh out in out near Lakeland. This is the this is the largest balloon festival in Florida.
1: It was very cool. It's at the Sun and Fun um f- flying area. Yeah, they which call has, it Sun
0: and Fun. It's like an airport. Yeah.
1: And it has um the uh the air museum there yeah, too, the Florida air
0: museum is there, which we've been to, in the which past. we
1: have been to in the past. Um, the air museum was actually extra. Um, so we didn't go there this time. Uh, but we didn't really need to because we'd already been. And because there was so much other stuff to do and see at the balloon festival. So, um, we walked out actually on the runways. We were on the runways of the,
0: airport yeah this is all set up in one of the runways they had one other runway that was still active. that was active Those yeah little airplanes were coming and taking off now this isn't like a big international airport or anything this yeah. is just so, small private planes
1: we got there and there were no balloons inside <laughs> no
0: they were a, a balloon festival without balloons yeah yet. but there was a
1: ton yet. of um there was a ton of vendors. There was a ton of food, food trucks, food stations. They had like bouncy houses in one area for the kids and um, a live a stage for a lot with live music. They had a ton of planes like just set up that we could like look at. Um, I think most of the planes, some of the planes were there just for that weekend, but some of them were, are there all the time. Yeah, it's, it's a, the, like the, permanent the
0: air museum textures. stuff that was outside. There's an F-14 yeah. Tomcat you can look at and they had a lot of planes you could walk around and check out. So if you've never been in to the museum and you're on the grounds here. Yeah, and if you, you, you can did
1: want to go to the museum, like that that's one thing I will say is like the the hot air balloon festival has <laughs> it has like a very specific period of time where a lot of stuff is happening. And then for a long period of time during the day, it's just the the kind of the festival itself like the vendors and the the Bouncy houses and the live music. And there was live music, which is all great stuff. And you can go see the planes and stuff. But during that period of time is also a really great time that you could go over to the air museum. It's only five dollars on the day of of, the weekend of the hot air balloon. Right, it wasn't free, but it was discounted. Yeah, it was only five dollars, and that is a great museum to check out. It's got an amazing group of of different, like I, I mean, I guess they're all planes, but they are various types of flying machines, including a reproduction of the Wright Brothers plane.
0: Yeah, it seems to have a focus on really old school planes. Yeah, Yeah. and some
1: really great stories. Like At the time, when we first went there, I didn't realize that the first plane, uh, the first uh, commercial flight, um, which was a mail carrier flight, happened right here in the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, flew from
0: Tampa to St. Pete.
1: And it was by somebody named Janice, which is where Janice landing, which is one of our um, uh, concert venues over in St. Pete um, was named after and um, it it was like it like real se- like that's history made right here in the Tampa Bay area that's amazing yeah Um. so I thought that was really cool there's
0: a whole like there's a Howard Hughes exhibit there I don't yep. know if he doesn't really have any yeah and i like, but-
1: some of his um like old flight suits right some artifacts and things and audrey hepburn too right didn't there wasn't they had some stuff stuff that was owned by her there yeah it was it was very cool so um it's been a while since we've been there so um we could be misremembering some things but but um but it was a very cool thing so if you did want to go for the hot air balloon festival so basically there's like a launch in the morning now here's
0: the launch the first launch they they do them at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah,
1: that's an early morning. That's
0: really early to get there for a festival. For yeah, but I mean, unless you just I wanna... wonder how
1: many people. And I think the reason they do it at the extreme times of the day is because of the weather. And I, I, I know that like on I think on I think on Friday and Saturday they scrapped both of the launches because it was windy and it the, was pretty windy that day. And right. the wind actually. Is a, a hampering obviously for the hot air balloons, so um, they ended up scrapping it. And which was this was really nice. They, um, they I think because they had to scrap those launches, they told everyone if you bought a ticket for today, Saturday or Friday, your ticket's good all weekend. It was so maybe that's why it was pretty
0: crowded. It was very crowded, yeah, was a on lot Sunday. of people there on Sunday, so which was good I, to see.
1: Yeah, so Sunday evening and sunday mornings launches went off without a hitch and i'm so thankful that we were there for those because um because it was man it was a sight it was was, a spectacle it was a spectacle it was a spectacle i mean
0: i've only we've been on a hot air balloon
1: we have and weirdly enough
0: we see hot air balloons kind of in this area some mornings yeah we do
1: they Uh, they they, seem to go over our area occasionally as like you know if you because you could go like on groupon and other places and and buy a hot air balloon yeah. ride um, there's a
0: hot air balloon operator in this area, right around our area yeah. a so few of them if honestly we're up early it's not that yeah it's you'll not see the hot super air balloons rare out. to wake up and see a hot air balloon yeah near the it's house very cool it's um, very cool not many people can say that i don't yeah. think so but this was the first time i've ever been in an area where there was this many so many in the <laughs> sky and they were going up one after another well
1: what's funny is so they had one hot air balloon that they started to inflate and we were over by that particular, it was pure luck. We were over with that by that particular hot air balloon right before it started to inflate. And it started to inflate and we got a time-lapse video actually that we shared on our social media of that hot air balloon inflating and they were having issues. So we got like actually two time-lapses. One was kind of a womp-womp time-lapse because nothing happened. And then the second time-lapse, which we actually shared, ended with them being inflated completely. Um, And so, so we're over there and we're watching. It was super cool. We got some great footage of it. And then the kids were like, I'm starving, I'm starving. So I was like, you stay over here. Keep getting footage because I think we thought more, you know, balloons were going to start inflating. I'll take the kids to get some food and we'll meet you back over here. So we, I went and took the kids. Um, our daughter got a thing of French fries and our son got a piece of pizza. Um, and of course the pizza wasn't ready. So we had to wait for the pizza. And it's a, a it bummer because
0: you were there when they were starting to l- it inflate took a while, all the while. Uh, yeah. So
1: it took a while for me to get their food and get back over there. And then as soon as I get their food, we go and sit down and I look at my phone and I see like 14 texts from you. Like, <laughs> where are you? Are you coming back? Where are you? This is stuff is happening. What's going on? Where yes, are you? Yes. And I'm like, Oh no. So I'm like, guys, get, b- grab your food. We got to go, you know? So we run over there. And as we are going up, cause we were like on the other side of the runway, as we're, I'm walking toward it, I'm seeing, Oh yeah. Like they're inflating balloons and a bunch of them right now. And by the time we got over there, we're walking around. I'm just like trying to shoot as much as I can, just of footage, because it's all so completely, like, unbelievable. The all like there was probably very
0: colorful, and there was 15
1: to 20 balloons going up right around the same time. Yes, and and the kids are like. There's like nine balloons right here in this part, you know, one area. It was it was crazy. And they were all so colorful and all so huge and all going up around the same time. A
0: lot of photographers. You could tell there's yeah, a lot of people it was, who come out for stuff like this oh, that are just yeah. just to shoot.
1: It was it was one of those experiences I felt like where like I'm glad we got a lot of footage of it, but I could also see just sitting there and like appreciating it you know like one of those moments like I'm glad we got footage because we'll always remember it but at the same time I could also see just sitting there on a blanket and just watching them go up and just appreciating the beauty you know
0: it's wild how many there were in one small area when you think of there a balloon there was a ton of them kind of, I mean a, b- a hot air balloon is big
1: don't you think like 15 or 20 right
0: at least in one and they weren't very spread out no they're like all yeah. together <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah they didn't all launch it once they would launch no, one and that then was 30 seconds later that was the one great part
1: about it too like it wasn't like it was like it was like oh it's amazing because there's 20 bo- hot air balloons inflated at the same time and then they're all released at the same time no they like they kind of staggered them which was awesome because you got to appreciate each one's beauty over and over and over again you and know it was sort i of really like enjoyed at sunset, that
0: so you'd see them sort of flying yeah. into the sun a little bit yeah. it was
1: great it was so beautiful it was so beautiful.
0: There is camping there, so yeah. the seven thirty in the morning, folks. They yeah, may have gotten to that, see that. Yeah, yeah they maybe that's up, what it was. People get up really early to go watch that. I wonder if
1: all those hot air balloon guys, like and girls, go like at seven thirty in the morning and do their launch, and then they land, pack everything up, and then go take a nap because you know that because they, they got to be there late really? for the for yeah. the glow too. You know, because they have a basically a hot air balloon glow after sunset where. They light all the fires, and the balloons are just glowing, which is beautiful, too.
0: We saw one on the way back. Remember, we saw one landed in a little field, Mm -hmm. and it was really close to some power lines. Like, like really close to some power lines. Yeah. And they they, they flew over it and just plopped it right down. And you and I went on a hot air balloon ride several years ago, and the one thing that was wild to me, and I guess it makes total sense, but something you don't think about is the pilot said, we don't know where we're going to land. We just take off. Well, I remember he lit it. He flew a little. Yeah, because
1: um, it depends on the wind. Right. Yeah. He, he
0: he. Remember he sent a little helium balloon up first, and he followed it with his eyes to see what it would do.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. I
0: remember he lit. A, he sent a balloon up, and then he was kind of watching it to see to kind of get a, a sense of which direction the wind is going at different altitudes. Yeah. And then he said, "Okay, we're going to take off from this one spot. We're going to try to land kind of ish over here. See how it goes." And then he was telling me, because we watched the balloon go up, we kind of know that the the air is sort of going maybe in an eastern direction at this altitude and maybe a little bit of a southeastern direction, this other altitude. So they steer it by going up and down. They're like, okay, if I go up, the wind will be taking me this way. And then when they get a certain distance away, they start kind of looking down and Like trying to out. find
1: some landing yeah, areas. They yeah, kinda, they
0: know the good spots because they've done it a lot in yeah. certain areas. They kind of have a certain um
1: it's definitely an art yes and a science it's not like flying <laughs> a plane i mean you are
0: right. yeah the wind is taking you and then they have to kind of find a spot and yeah. then and then they have a spot or a truck that follows them around yeah yeah and then packs it back it, up it's,
1: uh, yeah i could see that being a little stressful but um
0: so fun though it That's... was so
1: it was so beautiful i just i just can't get over how beautiful it is you know it, the a hot air balloon how especially that many of and them seeing going that many up. at once now yeah
0: you did say though that there's kind of a gap of things going on so w- yeah. we got there a little earlier that the, all the balloons went up or what four thirty.
1: Four thirty was the launch yeah and and really they went up from like four thirty to 5 it wasn't all at
0: once right uh they they had a couple that they uh inflated earlier for the tethered balloon rides they were giving tethered balloon rides
1: yeah those are 20 bucks a uh, person
0: and the line was really long,
1: really long. It, they said it was a three-hour wait for this tethered balloon ride thing, and
0: I don't know if that was worth it for the people who did. Well, it, it didn't I go definitely up very high. think
1: it wasn't because I mean, I don't know what how how high you think they went up. Maybe a hundred feet.
0: Oh, I was gonna say no more than thirty feet.
1: Oh no, they went higher than that. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely went. It higher didn't look than
0: very that. high because I remember watching it and going, "If I fell out of that thing, I'd probably be okay."
1: I don't think you'd be okay. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'd be maimed.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think you would do well if you fell out of that thing. Um, it might.
0: It's the. It looked like the kind of thing that you would do just to say, "Hey, I finally flew a hot air balloon." I think
1: it's probably higher than you think. I think it's probably about a hundred feet, but up and down, and they were up there for maybe five minutes, and they come right back, and down. and they come the right next... back down. Um, and twenty bucks a person for a family—that's eighty bucks, you know. They were for giving five minutes,
0: right? And they so, were—they were giving real hot air balloons. Rides. rides for 250 bucks if you actually wanted to do the real the real deal where it's not tattered but I,
1: I think you had to sign up for that in advance you
0: did because that's not the kind of thing that you it's can like just a last minute there were so thing, many yeah. people so right. many, it was it was a big crowd they, they it had was a, a successful event uh and they had they helicopter also, rides too. yeah they also had helicopter the rides. helicopter rides i did not catch the price i didn't either uh,
1: but um they were given those rides like nonstop. it was like it's until the launch once the launch stopped the helicopter rides stopped.
0: yeah because the airspace had to be cleared right i was watching a couple of helicopter rides i walked over to it and watched it pretty close and it, it looked like i watched a few rides and a couple of them went up and were fairly tame they hovered around a little bit they lasted about 10 minutes and then they yeah. came back down and then another ride, I think maybe it depended on your preference. If you said give me the the wild ride or yeah, give me the chill ride. They did
1: like a flyby. They did
0: like a real fast flyby, almost, yeah, you know, like type flyby. Where they were they went down pretty low. I mean about a hundred feet down and they were hauling real fast over the runway and they would go back up again. And
1: that's cool. It was cool. Um, They also had planes taking off at nearby runways. So it was, I mean, there was lots going on. Um, The food wasn't that expensive. I didn't feel like Um, we, I, we got, like I said, a, like a basket of fries and um, a decent slice of pizza size, slice pizza. um, And it was $11 for those two things. So I didn't feel like that was too too bad. Um nah, $5 for two things. Okay. Yeah, a lot
0: of times these places eleven bucks for one.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Um, so so that wasn't bad. And then there was lots of lots to see and do for sure. And I think that if you're the kind of person that likes those kind of walking festivals, like you could go early in the day, or not early, but like depending on on which of the launches you wanted to go to if you want to go to the morning launch then you could enjoy the vendors after or if you like the afternoon launches you could go early like we did we went around 2 or two thirty, walked around for a couple hours looked at some of the planes looked at the, some of the vendors and then enjoyed the launch and then the you know the glow to close out the night
0: for the most part though it was a lot of people you and I were kind of there to check it out and to kind of shoot some video, which we'll be putting up on YouTube this week. Yeah, so I got some pictures. We'll be uh, putting in the show notes here too on our website. Um, a lot. It was a huge amount of people who just brought their own lawn chairs.
1: Yeah, and we're
0: just hanging out on the runway, hanging out in the grass, yeah. hanging out with friends. It was great having for that. drinks. Yeah, there was a stage set up that had live music. Live playing. music,
1: and it, they were a good band. too. The band
0: that was playing it was called. I just had it in front of me here. Um, it was like
1: Rico Rico Monaco or something like that. I think.
0: It was Rico Monaco. Man, look at you. The Rico Monaco band. Uh, they were sort of like a Latin, like a rock. It was a, They were playing like classic rock covers, but with like a Latin uh, twist on it. Yeah. They were great. They had this, l- their lead guitar player good, was really good, good.
1: Yeah. Really good singer. Really good musicians. Yeah. Um, it was loud so don't sit next to the yes. speakers but but i mean the whole thing the whole area was a giant area so you could enjoy the music anywhere and you know could hear it anywhere. It, it felt
0: almost like a mini music fest with the balloons going on because yeah. the stage was pretty good. I mean, it was a pretty good setup.
1: I could totally see bringing, you know, cause we didn't bring lawn chairs or anything like that. I, I wish we had, but we really didn't have a lot of time for sitting around relaxing. Um, maybe if we had come earlier, you know, we would have had more time for that, but I could totally see going to this thing. You know, bring in your lawn chairs, enjoying the music festival, enjoying the balloons, hanging out, yeah. You know, yeah, just enjoying the day. Maybe having a picnic out there. That's
0: what this was perfect for. Just hanging out, bringing your lawn chairs, and hanging out with friends, and having some, yeah, having some cold ones while the balloons were hanging out listening to the music. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Fifteen bucks per person, which I didn't think was too bad.
1: Or or twenty dollars for a three day
0: pass. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that does not include, there was a couple other events. There was like an archery event for kids. Yeah. That was extra. Bounce houses. The bounce houses were extra. There was like a bungee jumping thing. Not like full size bungee jumping, but like a little kid's bungee. Yeah. So all, all, rock that, wall. all, all that stuff was extra. The I, food
1: obviously was extra. The would, vendors that were selling things that were extra. Right.
0: I would like to see, I mean again
1: i think like the archery and maybe not the bounce houses but because i know that those are high in demand but at least like the archery or a couple of little activities like that more included yeah that don't cost anybody anything right. except one person manning it you know um i could I, I think that would add a little bit to it
0: yeah i would like but, to see them include that if you're paying an admission then the bouncy houses and the but i get too that wall. you're getting
1: free music not free music, but you're paying for the music, entertainment and the the balloons, you know, and the launch that whole spectacle. Yeah, I get that too. For fifteen
0: bucks I yeah, think, it's not I, that think bad. I thought it was worth it. And I I can I tend to be a little bit uh critical of prices sometimes yeah yeah (laughs) i could definitely
1: see you know going and enjoying that kind of day and having a great time i would have
0: i would have liked to see them open up the air show our air museum to include yeah
1: i think that that could that would have been a really good value if that if that was included i would have said this is a no-brainer definitely go you know now because it's like but i still think it's a no-brainer i still think people should go because i i think it was it was one of those events that's just it's the kind of event that I'll never forget. And I don't think the kids will ever forget, you know. I would
0: plan to go back again next year. I yeah. definitely would do this again. Uh, unfortunately, if you're hearing this by now, you have to wait a whole other year. Yeah. There are some more balloon shows coming up soon, though, that I'm going to list here in a minute. But I would plan to do this again next year. Yeah. And what I would do different is I would bring a bigger group. I'd say, we're going to hang out out here, guys. Yeah. Uh, bring enjoy sunscreen. The day.
1: Yeah, bring sunscreen for and, sure. And
0: uh, bring some lawn chairs, and yeah. we're just going to chill out all day and listen to music and watch go some the go out to the grassy up. area where there's and not as many hang people. Out. Yeah. yeah, eat some. Enjoy yourself. Eat some greasy fair food. I think
1: that's a great idea. In fact, I think we should do it and for do sure. It, do it again. Yeah. yeah,
0: this could be one of the things we do. um I liked the setup. I liked how the band was on like a runway. They had a lot of area. Yeah, I feel like as cool and kind of a big as event this was. I actually think there could act- there be some potential to make this even bigger. I think if they organizers wanted to like book some like fairly well known not not well known like huge
1: like Taylor Swift don't get
0: it's t- funny <laughs> that you say that because that's who I thought of too for some reason when I think well, about popular singer because she always
1: used to go to like Strawberry Festival she played the and Strawberry stuff, Festival. Yeah.
0: Get somebody who, who does the state fair circuit. Maybe,
1: like Rita McIntyre. Right. Or, or
0: like, some yeah. you know, some old bands, yeah, something it could like that. Be who, a big deal. Some bands that played the, that are on the State Fair Circuit. Maybe some has-beens. But and, you know what? I mean, this book place,
1: it was super popular. Yeah. And there was I mean, not that Rico Monaco isn't a great band. They were really great, but they're, they're, I don't think that they were drawing everybody. I think what was drawing everybody was the balloons, you know. I never
0: they it's funny. I walked by their little their little uh press booth thing where they were like selling t-shirts and cds and stuff yeah and it said that they had opened for um sammy hagar in the past so nice that's their claim to fame for them. yeah maybe down at the uh, cabo wabo down in uh <laughs> in his bar maybe yeah maybe um but they were great A band i've never heard of they may be bigger than i realized but they were they were, were, great, they were good yeah i would like to see them maybe bring on more bands maybe bring on like a I don't want to say has been, we'll say nostalgia act and yeah, book somebody I like that, that and bring in even more people and have it like a big, big
1: they had, party with they had more than just Rico Monaco though. They did have another band. There was other bands playing, yeah. um, but that was um, the one we that saw. was the band that was there when we were there. So, um, yeah, all in all, I had a really nice time and I would highly recommend it. I think that, um, I think it's the kind of thing that we could definitely do again next year yeah. and take a big group of friends. I think that would be fun. So
0: that's Up, Up and Away, Florida. Look out for that next year. But there's yeah. a couple more coming up this year, um, pretty much all over the state, too. So, And these are all fairly soon. So you've got the Tallahassee Balloon Festival. This is going on March 13th.
1: Yeah. Somebody was just telling me that because I, fr- I have some friends in Tallahassee and they were telling me that they were like, yeah, this is coming up here next week you know when because we posted some of the pictures online and stuff
0: i'm sorry march 20th is the is the tallahassee okay one. so a couple of weeks march but um, uh, march 20th and 21st but it's
1: apparently a lot of the same ballooners and stuff i have
0: a feeling it looked like a tight community a yeah. lot of i didn't see very very few uh florida license plates on the trucks. yeah there was iowa yeah.
1: there was um alabama there was several there was a couple of floridas but but yeah so
0: i feel like they travel around the country and do these events so the Tallahassee Balloon Festival, if you're up in North Florida, is March twentieth and twenty first. That's awesome. Uh the Lake County Balloon Festival is the is March thirteenth. Which isn't and that far 15th. from
1: Tallahassee either. Uh
0: this one's in Groveland. This is in the this is in central Florida. This is kinda of oh, like nearly okay. yeah. and then I was thinking
1: Lake County was more northern Florida.
0: This is near um Claremont. Yeah, I'm thinking Lake City. Lake City, you're thinking Lake City. Yeah. This is near near Claremont. Okay. So that's kind of the Orlando area one. Gotcha. And then the Miami Balloon Festival is april 3 through the 5th and that's at oh, okay. miami homestead airport so nice
1: so there are quite a few on and, and they're all, all parts of the state that's and they're awesome. all
0: fairly soon so um, yeah that's great yeah march probably trying to
1: doing it before try to do it before it gets too hot it get,
0: yeah i think that's exactly this is the festival season yeah so it is. yeah i would like that um we're gonna try can't promise because we get sounds like we got a lot of things going on i want to get to the mcdill air fest
1: I don't know if that's going to happen, but but we got a lot going on this month. So you guys have um, some, some content packed (laughs) podcasts coming your way. So we're looking forward to that. All right. Bye bye guys. guys. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida podcast and search sunshine state of mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through the button that says Support the Show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says Become a Patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.